There have been a ton of surprises during Auburn's fall camp. You got to point at the quarterback. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. And thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Happy Charlie Tuesday to all who celebrate. Means we're joined by Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five. And there's been a ton of surprises uh, during this week and a half or so of fall camp for the Auburn Tigers. And we both have three of our biggest surprises so far. And I'll start with the quarterbacks, as we typically do here on the show. I think my biggest surprise is how serviceable Auburn's top three quarterbacks seem to be, Charlie Five. I mean, the fact that it's this far into fall camp, and you can make the case for three, not one, not two, but three different guys being under center for Hugh Freeze and Villa Montgomery this season, that's a pretty nice situation to be in. Oh, uh, compared to where we were, uh, you know, a year ago, uh, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. And two of the guys are from a year ago. So uh, I think I agree. I, I like the idea of, of hearing. I, I love hearing that multiple dudes make good plays. Um, I, I love the idea that our third team can still throw touchdowns. Our second team can score touchdowns. Our first team can move the ball regardless of – what type of offense we were running? Yeah, you know who was it? The receivers' fault was it? Was it this? You heard good things from mm-hmm. all the guys, and I, that's great for all three of those guys. But like, holy cow! At the testament that is to this Philip Montgomery and, and, and Hugh Freeze uh, team uh, that that they've put to get that that they've been put together, and you go from not having. Uh, not having a quarterback that you feel confident in at all to having three dudes that, you know, at least somebody that was – there's there's somebody that was at the scrimmage that could make an argument that one of them had the better – all three of them or one of the three had the better day. Like, that's a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing regardless of, you know – any bias or anything, there's good things that were said about all the quarterbacks. And that's like, I can't remember the last time that that's, that's been the case. Yeah. I mean, we've, we all watch college football outside of Auburn and we see other quarterbacks that aren't significantly more talented than the quarterbacks Auburn has on campus. And they're able to move the ball and have, you know, solid stats and throw for over 250 yards per game and things like it's like, why can't we have that? And it finally seems like a system is in place yes. to set up success uh, for all these quarterbacks, which which is incredible. And that's not something that we've really had since early Gus Malzahn era until like, you know, the rest of the conference adapted and, and, and we did not is really kind of what it feels like. Charlie five. Totally, totally. Like, I know I'm not saying that like every other team when their starter gets knocked out, like that's the backup is just always good and can go. But like how many times does it seem like Auburn gets torched by a backup? And like when we when we our starter goes down or like the starter that we think is gonna be the guy doesn't end up being that good. Like there's literally the there's nothing, there's like no there's no rebounding. There's no like get like yeah. I mean 
Freeze won, uh, beat Arkansas last year with his third string quarterback. So like, I, I kind you start you're starting to kind of see how maybe we could be building to be in that situation where if you know Plan A doesn't go completely the way we think it's going to go, Plan B is not a bad option. Hey, Plan C, we don't have to throw the towel all the way in. I'm not saying year one that's where we're at, but I, I feel like we're moving in that direction. It's a good situation to be in. I don't think there's any question about it. Certainly better than a year ago and probably the year before that as well. All right, Charlie five. What's a big surprise for you so far up to this point in fall camp. So the thing that's made me the most tingly or the most surprises, the most surprising thing is like the most, you that like the, you, I, I can't even think of the word it, the, Every every the 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 language that's being used to talk about Jalen McLeod mm. is almost unanimously giddy. Like it's not it's not just like yeah he's he's doing really well. Like Justin Rogers, like the the facial expression he made when he's asked about him is like he's like oh y'all aren't gonna believe y'all aren't gonna believe this or it's just everybody gets really really excited when they talk yeah. about Jalen McLeod. And look, we always do this, Zach. We always do this. We get a guy that we're a little bit unsure of, and we will sell ourselves on it. And then we will spend several shows selling others on him And we, when maybe we're not completely convinced. I'm going to be honest. I like the idea of Jalen McLeod. I had to sell myself on him a little bit. I had to sell myself that he could be an impact. I had to really go look at the PFF ranking of the, of mm -hmm. the number – you know, top whatever pass rusher rating that he had last year because maybe the stats weren't where you really want it to be. And the size measurables may not necessarily be there, but the here, how consistent everybody talks about his speed, not, I mean, it's, it's everybody. It's not just one or two. It's everybody talks about his speed, his motor, how good he looks physically. Um, even if he's wearing 35, I feel like we should have got a better number for him. But I agree. I'll we'll deal with it. We'll deal with it. Let's get one good year and maybe we can switch him to a single digit or something where he gets back even faster. But that the 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 talk around Jalen McLeod makes me feel things. Yeah, and it's, it's you're right though on how consistent it is. We talked to Jason Jones throughout the summer about him and then Jason was made available to media yesterday and you know he he talked about how fast he was, said similar things there. Ask Keldrick or not Keldrick asked Elijah McAllister about it at SEC media days. And like it, everybody's really excited about this dude. We didn't really hear a whole lot from him in regards to folks that attended the scrimmage on Saturday, but I asked you freeze afterwards in the press conference about the pass rush. And, and he highlighted, you know, McLeod and then Steven sings the fifth as well. And, I think that means something. I think that's an, uh, that's an exciting thing. So you're right. It is unanimously, I'll use your word, giddy, uh, the, the mood around uh, McLeod, which is, which is great, which is an outstanding thing because I've said this before, I'm still concerned about the pass rush, but it's going to have to be him. It's going to have yeah. to be him. And I just don't see anybody else on this roster that I would bet on to get more than five sacks. I just don't. And if I had to, and I couldn't bet on McLeod, it would be Marcus Harris. But it sounds like they're putting him more in the interior than a defensive end. And I don't love that from a pass rushing standpoint 
for Marcus Harris. So I, I think it's got to be McLeod. And if it's not him, it's Steven Sinks. Unless you just have to continually manufacture pressure with linebackers, it's got. I mean, you're right. It, Which it, isn't a bad thing. Not a terrible thing. It's not. But a it doesn't thing. sound like they've done that a lot up no. to this point in fall camp. Which I don't know why, but they haven't really done that a whole lot. They apparently went base throughout fall camp um, up to this point, and I don't know if that's going to be a game plan specific thing. I would think they'd go ahead and start sprinkling some of that in throughout fall camp, but maybe because everybody's so new and they're having to kind of reteach the defense, all these these new folks that came in after spring practice, I'm not sure, but uh, I am a little surprised that they're not doing all of, you know, because that's what Roberts is known for, you know, the simulated pressure and creepers, and they haven't really done that up to this point based off of the people that I've talked to. Yeah, exactly. And I think... Which makes McLeod more important. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. All right, there are plenty of other surprises. Could somebody for Auburn finally be living up to the hype? Charlie Five. I think so. <laughs> we'll discuss that next right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Active Wealth Management. Can you name anything better than annuities? Charlie Not, Five. I mean, I would, maybe chick, maybe buffalo wings, but I, I think I'd still take That's an about annuity. it. That's about it. And with annuities, you can buy more Buffalo wings because you get all these Benjamin Franklins, who is the best president. And I love him. He's on Mount Rushmore for a reason. But look, you can you can go over to annuity360.net. Our friend Ford Stokes, he's the owner of Active Wealth Management. He wrote a book and he wants to give this book to all the Auburn people so we all can be loaded and have lots of money in retirement. Get the book. It's free. Annuity360.net. Fill out your information. He's sending out a ton every time we do his read, which is great. Makes us look really good. Appreciate Learn that. But how to get rich. That's what it should be called. Uh, and then give happen. your money to uh to on to victory for sure. <laughs> so um, no, seriously though, Ford's uh Ford's got uh, a great team. He knows what he's doing. You can find out more information about what all Ford does at Active Wealth at activewealth.com. And also, if you want to catch them on Ford's financial radio shows, you can listen to them anytime, activewealthshow.com. You don't want to miss out on his expertise. But seriously, go get the book, annuity360.net. Charlie Five, when you look at the hype around specific Auburn players coming into fall camp, Rivaldo Fairweather was probably at the top. Maybe there was one or two others. Maybe somebody would say Peyton Thorne's hype was above him. Maybe... But Rivaldo Fairweather's hype, ever since he entered Auburn back in December in that first transfer window, he had the hype around spring. Well, oh my gosh, he's so big and he jumps so high. He stays in the air for so long. And then obviously the energy all summer kept that. And then the fall, it just hasn't gone away. But it feels like we finally have a dude that has been able to keep that same level of hype all offseason and I feel like he's actually going to live up to it. This is going to be the first time in maybe ever, maybe ever. I mean, this goes way back to the days of like uh, Raven Gray and Greg Smith. These, oh these five-star Juco studs that come in that just kill it in practice. We yeah. hear the legend. Like there's these legendary spring and summer workout and fall camp guys. I mean – 
I, there's another one. I'm going to throw this one out there. Philip Pierre Louis. Remember him? Uh, when uh, this is from the Tuberville days, this was going to be our X factor. You know, these guys that are legends, yeah. like legends that leading up to a season and it never works. Mm-hmm. It ne- I can't think of the last one. I cannot think of one where it worked out like that. He was the legend and he worked out. I, I think this could be it. This could be it. It feels like it's going to work out. It I mean, does. there's just no, unless they just don't throw him the football, I think it's going to be there. But one of the guys that I was talking to that was at the scrimmage, he said, it seemed like every time they threw to him, they he either caught it or it was like pass interference because, I mean, it's like covering Gronkowski. You know, like you couldn't actually cover him. You just had to like interfere with him and hope that they didn't call it. And it seems like it's a similar thing God. with Rivaldo Fairweather. And that's just, I mean, that'd be incredible. I mean, physically, I don't know how you guard him. He's huge and he's fast. And just talking to folks who have coached football for a long time, when they watch him run, he's just so loose. There's no like hitch at all. It's just so athletic. It's so smooth. And you just don't really see that with the guy that's his size and his athletic with his athleticism and as a tight end. And I just feel like we're booging. We're booging today. And I hope oh. that's all right. Um, I just feel like he's gonna live up to the hype, Charlie Five. Please, please, Hugh. Uh, athletic department, football folks, hire people to just walk around this child and make sure he's okay every day. Just just get him to the season, carry him, wheel him around. I don't care. Just please, for the love, just make sure this child is healthy, okay, happy. I mean, tell him some jokes, whatever we got to do. Let's sure. keep him happy. Let's get him to the season because this guy is going to be – I just feel like this guy's going to be incredible. Yeah, so I think that I think that's been a surprise. I mean, he just continually just blows people away. What's another surprise this fall camp for you? How absolutely massive Damari Austin is in real life. Like when he was recruited, when he was recruited, I expected him to be 195 pounds, 200 pounds, change of pace guy. Yeah, I honestly, you legit. I mean, he could he could be bigger than Jarquez. I think if you stood them next to each other, he may be more like jacked than Jarquez. Uh, I think you legitimately. I don't think you have a number two running back right now. I think you legitimately have a one B. I, I think he's that. I think he could be that good. Um, and, and, it is amazing though, Charlie Five, that we went from Tank Bigsby to Jarquez Hunter, now to Jarquez Hunter to Mario Austin, and it doesn't feel like there was like I don't feel like we lost anything. It, it almost, I mean, don't Tank's say it. killing it. Tank's don't killing. Say it. It. Don't say it's better. Don't it, say it's it kind better. of feels like it. No, may be don't better. say it's better. It could be better. I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's got that. It's got that potential. I, I think. I think Damari brings a whole another element, a whole another aspect, and then. You got Brian Batie, who's ripping off big yards, but Demari Austin to me is the one. I, I'm just I'm shocked. I saw him in person the other night. Like I, I'm shocked to see him standing next to Jarquez and be like, "Wow, that that dude has completely transformed himself into a guy that I think if something were to happen to Jarquez could take 20 carries a game. Like he's that like." You can't tell you can't you can't tell from some of the highlights because of my third thing that we're going to talk about. But uh, but I'm telling you, he's massive, and I and I can't wait to watch him. 
Yeah, and he's not just a really talented running back. I mean, it sounds like he's a really vocal leader yeah. in this locker room, too. I mean, we've seen that on Twitter. He's one of Auburn's best recruiters, which is exciting. He was the only recruiter during the Harson era. And it's just nice to see that carry over from you know him being a recruit to him being an Auburn athlete. And you know, I, when's the last time we've had a real vocal leader at running back? Because we've had good running backs, but they weren't always like vocal. Like Carrion wasn't that guy. Peyton Barber wasn't that guy. Cameron Ernest Payne wasn't that guy. Trey Mason wasn't that guy. I mean, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, yeah. and you don't always see that. They usually just give me the ball. I'm going to go hit somebody or run somebody over or run past somebody. I'm going to try to score a touchdown. This guy cares about every aspect of Auburn football. And I think that is really, really refreshing and unique from the running back position as well. Yeah, as far – I mean, he, he goes all the way into recruiting. Like, he's involved even in, in, in that. Like, even from whenever he was being recruited, and now he still, still feels like he's – like, he – Trey Mason's probably the closest we had. Like, if I can think about, like, dudes that I think when they, they talked, people listened. Yeah. It seems like Damari, I think, is ahead of Trey where Trey was. But Trey may be the closest one we've had in the last decade. It's a great situation. I mean, Jeremiah Cobb is legitimately the fourth running back in this room. It's crazy, man. It's a great it's situation. It's a great situation to be in. In one off right. There are There's a position group that I don't think is stepping up. Um, and I, it's surprising me and you have a very unique surprise that will wrap up the show with all that coming up right here on locked on Auburn today's show brought to you by our friends at Nutra Bowl. Mm. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health. You can have both of them. Mm. Nutra Bowl provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair no drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Men think losing hair is inevitable. Take control of your hair's future with Nutrafol's science-backed hair growth supplement for men. Did you know that 80% of men experience hair thinning in their lifetime? It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE, all one word, LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men, and use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. College. Charlie Five hanging out. It's a Charlie Tuesday. I'm surprised that individuals of the linebacker room have not stepped up more. And there's so many of them. And it seemed like they garnered some positive momentum at the end of spring practice. And then we're hearing from, you know, defensive coordinator Ron Roberts last week that nobody's really stepped up. Now, just talking to folks since then, it does seem like it's Austin Keys and Eugene Asante. And then, you know, Larry Nixon stood out when I asked Coach Freeze about the linebackers. I asked him point blank who stood out. He's like, today it's it was Larry Nixon. And then I asked a few other folks afterwards. They said it was he had a great day and he was the best linebacker in that room. So, you know, maybe it's the start of the uh, you know ascension of Larry Nixon, the, the North Texas transfer at linebacker, but. 
I just thought that would be a bigger story going into fall camp than it has been so far. When you play, when you have uh, a you know a, an, a defense that throws out multiple linebackers, uh, and it's and it's all predicated off this being able to create pressure and have different guys coming from places, different places, and then you hear we run a lot of base uh, defense in the scrimmage. You know, I bugged real hard on the linebackers the last time we talked. I was, you know, maybe we just got a room full of dudes and we just can't figure out who it is. What? It doesn't I, feel I'm like not, that. I, it doesn't feel like that anymore. Because, and, and maybe the reason you're having to go base is because you, you you can't get it solidified where you can you know who's going to be where when you can call these plays and and, and create these disguised pressures and, and, and simulated pressures and things like that that I'm sure take tons of like uh, repetition and, and, and a lot of I guess like you got to have your dudes solidified to know because that's not maybe not just be a super easy uh, plug and place type deal um, I, I sort of feel a little bit I'm not necessarily worried but a little bit I'm, I'm shocked that Linebacker, like you said, linebacker hasn't been a huge storyline because this defense is basically predicated on linebacker play. Like that's that's kind of the whole point. That like that's the whole thing this this defense is built around. Yeah, I I, I go on the radio in WNSP every Monday mm. uh, to go on with Corey Labounty on his show, and he asked me about Robert Woodyard yesterday because mm -hmm. you know he he's from that area. And I'm like, you know, Corey, we, we haven't really seen him as much as we thought. You know, he may be the fourth linebacker. He may be behind Austin Keys, Eugene Asante, and Leary Nixon. He could be the fourth guy. He could be. And I think four linebackers will play, but it kind of seems like they gave him a lot of reps early and he didn't really take advantage of it. That's kind of what I've heard. So that surprises me a little bit because he kind of came on later in spring, much like a lot of these other linebacker rooms. And I remember clear as day, Coach Freeze towards the end of spring meeting with media, and he said point blank, yeah, the linebacker rooms really improved over the course of spring. And then it's just kind of like it, it stopped over the course of summer. So, you know, I think it's going to be some combination. I think it's going to be a heavy combination of Austin Keys. Larry Nixon and Eugene Asante. I think you're always going to have two of those three guys in. It's kind of what it seems like, but you know, perhaps somebody else could step up. Keys is definitely the only one that seems to be consistent. It seems to be like Keys and then someone somebody else. else. Yeah, you know, you hear some Cam Riley. I hear Cam Riley some, and you hear uh, you hear um, Asante. You're starting to hear Asante a little bit more now, but uh, yeah, like at, at what point are we going to get? You know, is that second guy going to firmly step up and say, all right, we're here. Let's let's kind of build this thing now. Yeah. I, I, it still seems we're in a feeling out stage, and I, and I expected it to be a lot further on. So, yeah, that, that is, I, has been surprising. Yeah, and some of that may be just this is what college football is now, but I feel like they should be farther along than this point. But when you get a big chunk of your roster and a lot of these potential starters after spring training, you know, that may be – I may just be part of – how college football operates now. Charlie Five, what is your final surprise that we're sharing on today's show? Is this the first year we've had these padded helmets? I, I, I th Every time I see one of these, it's like it's a cartoon. Like, I, there's, a, there's a touchdown. One of the touchdown runs for Damari Austin, I, he, 
he does he has this thing on his head, which I'm happy. I'm sure it's it's great. It, it, yeah, player safety is important. Player sure. safety is important, but they look absurd. <laughs> it's surprising how absurd they look. Like it makes Damari's head look so big that it makes his body look small, and his body is not small. Like he's a big, big guy. I, is this something new? Like I, I I love breakthroughs. I like technology. I like hey, I like like I said, I like player safety, but I, it's shocking the first time you see it. It's a lot. It's a lot. And they do a lot of their warm-ups uh, during like the viewing period, and they don't have helmets on. So a lot of yeah. the pictures you see on the websites across the board, if they're not using the pictures that Auburn sent out, they're using the pictures from their own photographers. You see this at AuburnDaily.com. They're not wearing helmets because these big old padded helmets are all lining the sideline, and they're huge. You're standing next to them, and it's like up to your knee of just like padded helmet oh, yeah. goodness. You know what those Funko Pops are? They're like bobbleheads of like different characters. And they're, they've got all kinds of different from TV, different TV shows and superheroes and things like that. They're kind of like a type of bobblehead. And it's that's yeah. kind of what it looks like, especially when it's like a Brian yeah. Badty or Damari Austin. Some of these, you know, not maybe offensive linemen, but some of these skill players, it's like your head's not supposed to be that big. It's just no. not. If you're under like six foot, it's 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 starting to look it, it looks it looks unique let's just say that yeah <laughs> it's yeah. uh no the first video i saw i was just like wow that is i i, I, I don't know i wouldn't expect it just looks it looks great it looks it looks funny it, it yeah really but does. hey i mean if it cuts down on concussions which i assuming is what it's doing i'm sure it's protecting their skulls oh. which is clearly important that's big great time. i'm a big Dude. fan of the skull being intact uh, and, and i'm a big fan of our guys skulls no yeah. question about it no question Easy. about it Charlie Five, how can people give you some love, support you, find you, all that stuff? Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five and the Locked on Auburn Discord every single day. Uh, AuburnLive.com, the corner message board, or uh, you know, weekly on the Dad by Golf Pod. Yeah, you can find me on socials at Z Blackerby. And you can read all of our written work about the Auburn Tigers for free at AuburnDaily.com. We'll be back tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.